Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by GW District. 110 black-owned businesses are listing their merchandise here. You got to give it a shot. You got to check it out. Either go to shopgwdistrict.com or go to your app store and look up GW District. This is a very important episode to me because we have a return guest. Anytime somebody comes back, it means it means they found value in it. it means means they enjoyed being here. They they feel like it added value to their system. So not only did Leon Daniels, the owner of GW District, come back to the show, but this time he brought the other 90% of his operation along with him, Amaya, his wife. So this is a big moment for me. But also, you listening to this show today or any day, episode 25, every time you come back, or maybe this is your first time listening, you are adding value to the show too. Every single time one person listens to this show, it pops up on the analytics. Whatever country you're in, whatever state you're in, sometimes it can narrow it down to the city, but it shows up on the analytics. So thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the show. And at the end of this episode, Finally, we had somebody send in a MP3 format voicemail. It's not what I was expecting, and if you have children, you should not let them listen to this, because <laughs> it's me talking to a friend via voicemail about the podcast and trying to bounce ideas off of them. I'm not a polite person. I mean, I, I, I say things in private that, that would make most people blush. So anyway... That's going to be included at the end of the episode. If you want to hear it, cool. If not, if you got kids in the car, just, just turn it off after the, the meat of the conversation. Thank you all for being here. Let's start the show. I, I would like to be the guy that came up with that idea, but you've got um, Steve-O from Wild Boys, yeah. Jackass. Yeah. He went and got himself a, a van and tried it out, and it was too small, so then he took his equipment, he put it in something bigger, and now he's out there doing exactly what I was talking about doing, because like you, I thought, yeah, man, that'd be great. That's uh, somebody from the hotels come to, to turn the music down for us. Thanks, man. You gotta love those guest uh, Man, you got juice. Huh? You got some juice now. What do you mean? You got the guy coming, turn it off, sir. Do you need me to turn down the music? Sometimes all you gotta do is ask. <laughs> all you gotta do is ask. VIP. So, like, I, I, I got to where these hotels, I would just, I would just call up the, the desk and be like, hey, I want to use your conference room. And they'd be like, okay. Oh, yeah, no problem. Sure. And be like, <laughs> all right. I've got to get the angle Winning. right for the coffee. You just pull that mic right the out what? of the way. Oh. Just like that. You Actually, just, you just yeah. kind of go ghost mode for a minute. Kind of like, okay. Ooh. If you, okay. Let's see. Should I be facing this way? You do you whatever oh, okay. is comfortable with you. I'm 
So well, you, you, it's best to, to pretend like that thing doesn't exist. Okay, yeah. let me look this way. Then. Kinda, yeah. And we, I mean, if if y'all don't <laughs> like this setup, man, I just kind of did I it feel, where I thought I feel like know, it's fine, and it's got the fine. it's yeah. got the cars and stuff going just by. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. See, this is why we need that pop, uh, mobile podcast studio, though, is so that I got the same setup every time. Because like right now, we're still kind of trying to get comfortable yeah. and figure I'm out like, where to. You want to be able to face. <laughs> Like, I right. don't want to feel like I'm talking to you right. and you're but, over there. And that's exactly yeah. why I didn't sit yeah. in the middle. Because I didn't want to be like, oh my, oh my, oh my. That's okay. But it is cool that we can move our heads now and not worry about where the mic's at. All right. Okay. What you got? No, I was just thinking, uh, it's like in the future. What you got to share with us, though? It's a podcast. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way in my brain. I was telling. I was telling. The wheels are always turning. Yeah, uh, I told my, no. my my parents. I was like, it's like I have these ideas, but I can't fully communicate them or oh, whatever. Yeah, but I don't care what Stevo's doing. I think you should do. Back to that. I I think you should do. It. I don't care. No, and I'm with you. I, yeah. And nothing like that's going to stop me from doing it. I just I don't want to sit here and tell you that I came up with the most original, awesome idea ever. Well, because that's a lie. So yesterday we were watching Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Familiar mm-hmm. with that movie? Yep. I think <laughs> that that mobile home, uh-huh. that cousin, uh, what's the cousin's name? I forget his name. I do too. But that type of mobile home would crack me up. And I told my dad, I said, he should have that type of mobile home, but on the inside it's just completely decked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. And I, I think maybe because you mentioned that a while back, I was, I've was i kind of turned my sights on something like that, like an all-in-one RV. Yeah. Kind of old school so I can save a dollar or two. Yep. And then just worry about the inside. Build it out. I even thought of a concept of a bar last night. Bar would be so sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, 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 would that get you to come? That would get a little bar. You have a little bartender. He ad libs every now and then, throws yeah. in his two cents. Yeah. <laughs> right? He's just over there or whatever. He's passing drinks out and then yeah. he just kinda he just kinda throws in, you know, those weird quirky, you know, and then he goes back to like cleaning the Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> clean that glass out. I don't know why I immediately thought of like the shining. Oh no. <laughs> the the guy from the that shining. Totally I can't laugh. get through that movie. <laughs> Did I, you watch uh Doctor Sleep? The second it's kind of the the uh, not the prequel the the next the sequel no it's good it's really good it's like three hours long the shining messed me up really because you can't watch certain kinds no, no. <laughs> the thing about the the shining was i had already had before i even saw that i already had crazy dreams like that uh-huh and so to see the movie i was like oh man this is like that one nightmare i had back i was like did I you can't. think you had the shining <laughs> I just, I don't know, I can't do it. <laughs> Listen, if we watch any type of scary movies, uh-huh. this guy has to watch a comedy after. Just to kind of calm like, him down. <laughs> and make sure all the lights are oh, off. Oh, oh, and I'm glad you brought, brought a mile with you because now we're getting thing, the real dark secrets. I don't like the spirits. <laughs> he can't, and also he can't have any openings. Like he has to be, like his back has to be against the wall. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah that's an all of us thing, I think. <laughs> But that, that that's from having instructors yeah. tell you that there are bad people in the world that are going to try to take your gun away from you and chop your head off. Yeah, straight at, at, a, at a young age, <laughs> like you better be on top of your shit because people are going to try to kill you. I mean, that's just because I do the same thing. I like to have my back next to a wall, and if yeah. I have to sit with my back to, let's say, like the door, or the window, it's okay. 
just know that my level of anxiety is three notches for raised sure. Like all you can handle. Yeah, I get it. I might yell at the waitress. I might. Yeah. <laughs> if something falls over, I might be like, Ooh, you know. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I feel like I've gotten a lot better. Um, the the first deployment yeah. back in '05, when I came back from that, man, I was at a ten for like the next three years. But like the further I get away from that, the, the easier I am to like deal with. I feel like. Yeah, because I mean you're. You're out there all in the corporate world now, kind of washing off some of that that vet yeah. on you. Honestly, I feel more exposed working with civilians now than, than if I was deployed with a bunch of sh- soldiers. Yeah. I really do. Like, you just don't know what to expect out of these guys. Yeah, they're kind of... <laughs> but, unpredictable. But yeah. I know. It's like... Seriously. I tell my kids and everything, just expect the worst, when yeah. you, especially when you when you don't know people. You don't know what they're capable of or whatever. Just think of, uh, and this is sad. This is going to be, I think, the worst imaginable thing. And then I back plan from there of how I would address it. I saw Maya take a big, deep sigh. Yes, because I'm the complete opposite. (laughs) He thinks of all the negatives first. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it balances us out. Right. I'm more positive. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. he's, yeah, he thinks of. (laughs) No. Because I'm like, because I'm like, okay, that crackhead over there, you know. Well, he's okay, doing, it uh, depends on the situation. For I sure, I would say that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, but see, like that. Uh, did you catch the news on that bombing? Jesus, man, oh, yeah, I saw that last very, night. Very, very. Did you read the backstory? So, for those of you that haven't uh, checked out the news uh, around Christmas, I don't. Was it Christmas Day? This happened with the RV in Nashville. Yeah, early, early in the morning. So, in Nashville, um, there was an RV. I, I guess it was a mostly empty street. Yeah, it didn't seem like there was a lot of people that got hurt. Right, but it it, it destroyed like twenty six buildings or something. That's crazy. I, or damaged twenty six buildings. It, yeah, it damaged like twenty six buildings. But I guess for me, it was more of behind it with the message that played for 15 minutes telling everyone to evacuate did you catch that part Mm-mm. oh that's i wasn't watching it live i was watching the kind of later it, on so i you know i click on the article and it says that for 15 minutes a loudspeaker said this rv is going to detonate evacuate the area what the shit for yeah. 50 for 15 minutes it, it said please leave the area this thing is gonna blow up and so I was like, okay, so that's a very intentional, um, you know. Oh my god! We're not trying to hurt anybody, but this thing is going to blow up. You need to move yourself out of area. And so then it blew up. There's video of it and audio of it, and this thing blew up. And what was more curious to me was where it blew up. The communications, like uh, uh, infrastructure, and so. What do you mean by that? Well. Uh, it blew up at some sort of communications building okay. that downed emergency services, like the network. Oh, Jesus. Like 911, all those went down, internet, phone. Uh, it was I thought AT&T made a statement on it. And then because of all that, they grounded all the flights going out of Nashville for that reason. So for <laughs> me, it's like, okay, you knew where you placed the bomb purposely told people that it was going to explode and then there was reports of gunfire earlier before the the thing went off right and so that's why the fbi has taken the lead in in that and 
I mean, to me, that's like a clear cut case. I told her of domestic terror terrorism because yeah. you know international terrorists Absolutely. don't care. They're not going to warn you. They're just no. gonna, they're just going to blow it up. Right. So I just thought that was so. That's pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's on Christmas crazy. where everybody's kind of not paying attention. Yeah. Everybody's focused on. Nobody's watching the news. Well, for for something like that, something that magnitude, it was actually pretty quiet. You know, it was. Our politicians aren't aren't struggling to take control of the story to use it to yeah. motivate an agenda one way or the other, which is kind of non typical. Yeah. <laughs> you know, usually anything like that happens, and somebody has to pick up a flag and run yeah. with it. Never waste a, a good crisis, <clears throat> what they say. Yeah. 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 So weird. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And then you could probably, when you go back. You could probably snippet that in that that audio or that video. Or I probably could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I should. I should do stuff like that. I wanted to yeah. ask you with your uh, podcast that you just set up. Yeah, you've in in your videos and your uh, your Instagram. All the videos y'all do have like really clean, perfectly placed music. Where are you getting that? <laughs> How are you doing that? I knew you were okay. responsible for it. It felt like so an Amaya thing. I have thing. a couple secret apps. Okay. I want to give out all my goodies. Okay. But, no, no, um, don't tell me. Once, once, she t- <laughs> once she turned it off and stopped recording, she'll be like, okay, you need to download this. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I love that you can insert the music because I haven't seen anything like it. Yeah. You know, um, I wanted to do something that was really engaging, you know, yeah. with like music and pictures. Because usually when I'm on Instagram, I'm. I see stuff and I kind of just scroll past yeah, it. But yeah. if it has something that's engaging, yeah. I stop and look. And right. I'm like, oh, okay. This oh, is what I'm, doing. I'm very impressed <laughs> with y'all's, y'all's social media stuff. And Leon is always getting on to me about how I need to step up my game. But now I know the real secret. <laughs> yeah. I need I need Amaya to just take over yeah. my social media for me. She handles, I mean, that is, she is our chief marketing person, strategist yeah. and everything. I it's just, looking great. Thank you. Know. you. Now, the podcast, sure. I did. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but I took my inspiration from, um, we talked about, we talked about, uh, Guy Raz. So I take that. If you go listen to, uh, how I built this podcast with Guy Raz, and then you go back and listen to mine, you can kind of see what I'm trying to do with, as far as the structure, the music, the mood in the music. I picked up on that instantly okay, because you've brought him up so many times in our conversations, um, that I I kind of was already prepared for it, and then as soon as you started talking, as soon as I opened up the podcast, I'm like, ah, six, yep, he's doing it. Sky <laughs> <laughs> Rad. Yeah, I mean, the, but I, it's good. It works. And, and if that's the style that you're comfortable with, it it is because I'm 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 really just trying to see. You have these open formats, and I, I love these, but uh, for what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to tell the story, and right. so um, my mom's like, it's a narrative. Yeah. You know, so you're you're trying to tell the story, so that the consumer uh, can get the backstory of why this person went into business or whatnot. Right. So it's less about me and more about propping up the sellers on on GW District for sure, for sure. So, um, however, I can piece it. To, and I felt like that type of podcast structure was was better, more of a documentary. Yeah, I, it works. Yeah. And I I see the direction you're going with that. Now you mentioned that you and the buddies have a different like kind of yeah, idea for a podcast, but what what you're doing right now with your podcast, yeah. I think is uh I think that's perfect. And I I think you're right to use the format you're using. 
and you're not making it about you and it's not even really about GW district. It's yep. about your clients. Yep. So I think that's perfect. Yep. The seller's but journey. It, it sounds great. Yeah. So that that's kind of the, the premise behind it and I like it. And I like these open formats, but I don't know if I'm built for that. Yeah. Well, you know, there's so many different styles and there's going to be more styles that come out, you know, Mm -hmm. so you can do it however you want. And that's the really cool thing about the entire podcast environment. Yeah. Do whatever you want. No rules. Wild West. (laughs) What do you, where do you see podcasting in five to 10 years? Well, I'm really concerned because they, they keep trying to, uh, kind of skirt these bills by that are kind of chopping away at freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And it, it really makes me nervous. Oh yeah. And, uh, not, I agree to hell with podcasting. That's not what I'm worried, uh, being affected by freedom of speech. The, yeah. the way this, you know, everything that we enjoy about being an American is pretty heavily based on freedom of speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You take that away. And I mean, that, that's the one thing you, you could take away the guns and it would be bad. And yeah. I would not like that. Yeah. But if you took away freedom of speech, this isn't America anymore. Right. Um, yeah. And and so, I mean, with with podcasting uh, in consideration, that I, I don't even know if I'd want to do it. Because you'd have to, and it, it's not like they're going to just overnight be like, all right, you can't say these mm-hmm. things or you, you can't do, they're not going to put out a list of things you can't say. They're just yeah. going to keep slowly hacking away at it. And the most recent thing I saw was that inside this this bill that they're they're trying to pass to give everybody that whopping six hundred dollars to make up for the last six months of economic downturn oh imposed by the federal government. Um, anyway, that bill is is one of the things they have wrapped up in it apparently, and I didn't do my research on this, but uh, I saw a thing and it said that they're they're trying to make certain types of uh, graphic memes illegal. Like like things oh that my you God. things that, that you're allowed to say for that one uh, meme I posted I can't remember what it was but anyways it'll say something will pop up on and said this fact is, check yeah yeah well and so and, that's like the beginning and of it. that's a whole other conversation yeah. because Facebook Instagram whatever YouTube that's their that's their thing it's a business it's an institution now but even still it's, right I it's get a it joke yeah you know and I, I agree with you 100 percent. I don't need to get a... F- I know the fact. Yeah, It's yeah, funny. Yeah. Laugh. <laughs> I mean... So. But, but if they, on a federal level, if yeah. they change the way that we're allowed to use the noises that come out of our mouth or yeah. the, the print that we put down on, on different formats, if it, if it happens on a federal level, then there's no turning back. Yeah. Facebook is Facebook. YouTube is YouTube, mm-hmm. but... It makes it hard to be authentic. Yeah. Right? I, I think... Can't speak. So five years from now might get real tricky, man. I don't know. I, I think, and I hear what you're saying, and but I think there's got to be some kind of balance because you have serious rhetoric that comes out of some of these, you know, um, social media, these social media um, realms that can be damaging to the entire population. So yeah, like you don't want to limit freedom of speech, but like at the same time, uh, how do you make sure that a group of crazy men aren't getting together in a, in a, in a, in a Facebook group and pushing out fake, all kinds of fake. And and I'm, I'm talking about false rhetoric on both sides. Right. 
that incites. And I've seen it with with this election. I mean, this group is sheeple. This group is calling these group sheeple, and it's just like, what is the truth at yeah. this point? And yeah. and if you're believing this truth, does that incite you to want to cause harm to people, mm-hmm. regardless of what side you're on? And so, th- with people doing things like that, it just gets censorship. You know, it gives them license to go crazy on censorship. Yeah. You know, it's like, is it uh, Alex Jones? Yeah, that's horrible. You know, <laughs> personally, I could listen to Alex Jones and and just crack up and right. you know what I mean. But there are people who will listen to Alex Jones and be like, "They're offended." One hundred literally truth yeah. in all of this, uh, and they'll just it, that seed gets planted in their head. Yeah. And then it can't be unplanted. The problem is people don't realize how easily uh, pushed around or, or, or swayed they, yeah. they can be. How easy it is to take someone and put an idea in their head and, and have them believe that, that it's their idea. Yeah. Um, so two things. Uh, I think that Facebook had a really good idea with the fact checking. Okay. Yeah. We're not going to remove it, but we are going to put this thing on here that says, Oh, by the way, this is bullshit. <laughs> the, the problem is, the problem is that it's, it's just, it's so nauseatingly left leaning that now when people see it, it's a joke. It's like, all right, whatever. Let me see the image, move on. Oh, yeah. fact check, whatever. Yeah. I think that was the right way to start handling this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Let it be there, but flag it like, hey, this is <laughs> bullshit. Okay. Yeah. But the way that they went about it, the way that they're, and it's got to be a monster of a task. So I'm, I'm yeah. here I am yeah. sitting in a chair, uh, armchair, armchair quarterback and trying to, trying to talk shit on it. But so it's got to be a monstrous task, but there's got to be a better way to clean that up. And then the second thing I wanted to point out uh, or bring up a, a really good example of what you're talking about with uh, people not realizing that they're 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 being kind of manipulated or whatever. There's two people that I, I won't bring up their names, but if they listen to this, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> this, this happened yesterday. Somebody put up uh, a, a picture of Melania. And it was just a picture, and it said "Merry Christmas," and I, I, you know, I liked it. And then I said something like, um, "You know, we've we've had a a lot of really beautiful first ladies, and this this woman, she takes the gold. She's gorgeous, and it's a shame that she hasn't gotten the respect that she deserves during this presidency." Mm-hmm. And then somebody jumped on that comment thread and immediately said, "Yeah, well, she's way better than Michael Obama." Oh, yeah. And I just lost my loving mind. I said, yeah. do you realize that the same animosity that people feel towards Melania, for no mm-hmm. no fault of her own, just yeah. because she is the first lady you're of a propel- guy. You're propelled yeah. into right. that position. Now you're attacking Michelle in the exact same manner yeah. because you don't like Obama. Yeah. You are the asshole. <laughs> you, you, oh, yeah, I support her, but not this one. Yeah. yeah. Shut it, the F like, up, yeah. man. But my whole thing is like, what did they do to you personally? Nothing. But that's you the know, thing. Like they're the media like people are so evil for no reason. I, yeah. So But they don't realize it. <laughs> they they don't think that they're evil. They or they don't think that they're wrong. Yeah. And, and just, how can yeah. you not how can you not see how blatantly yeah. uh selfish and shitty you're being to, to, to sit back and, yeah. and just 
talk exactly. crap about somebody for for no reason, no fault of their own. And, and You're who, not mad at them. You just anyway. Who has two kids? Who has you yeah, know? And absolutely. Um, I think what makes it even more um, just kind of frustrating for me is I think she's read Michelle Obama's book, and mm-hmm. I read Barack's book. Which one? Because I've got one of... His oh, newest news book is really... It's, I think it's really good. Okay. People will not read it because of him. Right. But but if you want to gain insight into the thinking, then you'll you'll read the book. But anyway, yeah. what is is fascinating to me is the whole time she was like, no, no, I don't know. I do not want to be <laughs> in Washington. I don't want to be... And, and she, at one point, she yelled at him and said, When's it going to be enough? I don't want to be the first lady. I don't want to do any of this. And he was just like, got to do this. And she came along for the ride. And then you get bashed for eight years for something that you really didn't want to do to begin with. And they're they're not yelling at her about policies. They're attacking her person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, know, just saying awful things. It's like, how would you feel if someone was doing that to you? You know, let me go attack your wife or your husband and see how you like it. You want it. You know, um, do you want me to call you look like a man or whatever else you're saying? Like, it's not. And and she's she's as far as I can tell. And I, I don't keep the closest eye on politics because it drives me nuts. But she seemed to handle the whole thing with grace. She oh, didn't. Yeah. Oh, she didn't goodness. lash out or act she an ass. Epitome whereas I would have lost my mind, yeah. you know, seeing some of this stuff on Fox News or or wherever. Yeah. And and, and the fact that people are able to 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 do that to somebody, you know, for yeah. no reason. Yeah. And but if it had been somebody on the other side of the political political spectrum. Um, you know, you'd have the exact same people defending it. And, and the example is Melania. Because yeah. now yeah. Melania's getting a bunch of bullshit that she doesn't deserve. Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting that when when Trump was elected, they said, now here's a first lady with grace and elegance. And I was like, and by they, I just mean <laughs> people. I just mean people, yeah. you know. And, and then I was like, here's a person. Michelle Obama, yeah, it's crazy. Who came from nothing? If you ever read her story, yeah. came from poverty. Harvard, Yale, like was at a law practice. Mm-hmm. Didn't ask to be in politics. Just happened to marry a lawyer who decided to get into yeah. politics. Uh, it's like the American story, right? Bringing yourself out of the dirt and into like a law firm as a, and I'm like. I've never seen her dress crazy. I've always seen her dress very nice. And that's the same with like Laura Bush and all the first ladies. Hillary, I can't get, I can't go back to Hillary, but, (laughs) but, but, um, but just those first ladies and, but they're not, they're there because of their husband. Right. And some of them don't, they don't want that limelight, but, that's who they're married to. Right. That's what it comes to. Yeah. And that was the same for Melania. I think she didn't even want to move from New York or she was dude, <laughs> dude, I mean you can you can see the 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 rage on that woman's face anytime she's in public with Trump. Yeah. Who knows how their relationship is? That's none of my business, but like what you yeah. see in front of the camera, 
whenever they're interacting, it's like Trump knows better than to, than to like ask too much from her. Yeah. Like he kind of gives her a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of distance. Cause she's like, I'll set this whole thing off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on her face, you know, she, she she's does, mad. She looks at times. Yeah. She looks like, look, I'm not in the mood. You say the wrong thing. I'm just gonna, you know, well, throw you out just your never dirty know a person. Sure. You know what they're thinking or their struggles or right, whatever, right. you know, you only yeah. see surface, mm-hmm. you know, that's all we see. And then another thing is beauty's a only skin deep. Yeah. You know? For sure. Like people judging based off what you look like, you could be an ugly person inside. Right. You know? Right. That shows. But I don't think we'll ever get a chance to really, maybe after the presidency, she'll have somebody help her write a book or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And, that would and we'll be. get her side of the story. Right. But I mean, she's handled herself with, I mean, composure. Yeah. And uh, there's no reason for anybody to be mad at her. Yeah. You know? So anyway, but very, have you seen the whole? Uh, just kind of my one example of what you were talking about. Have you seen the whole? And then I'll leave it after this. But like with, <laughs> I guess with Biden coming in, uh-huh. the whole back and forth about the first lady and the doctor thing. No. So um, the only thing I know about the first lady so far is that one time Biden tried to eat her finger in front of the camera. Oh, Biden! <laughs> Did you not see that? No, I didn't see that. She was talking like. She was talking him up, and Biden, like, for whatever reason, maybe it's, like, an inside joke they got or something, she, like, had her hand up, and he went, (laughs) (laughs) tried to bite her finger. I don't know. So, that's the only thing I know about her. Can you just imagine, kind of, like, the handlers in the back, like, Yeah, like, throwing (laughs) their clipboard. Hey, hey, Ron. (laughs) Let's just go ahead and rewrite the whole finger bite thing now. (laughs) We're going to have to deal with that for two press cycles. Yeah. But, um... (laughs) She's a, a teacher, or she's an educator. Yeah, and she's a she has her doctorate. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seems intelligent, but there's like this back and forth of is it first lady Joe Biden or is it Doctor Biden? And you you would think people are fighting. Oh, the left and oh, right. Is this why they're talking yeah, yeah, about yeah, yeah. doctors and like the title and yeah. all that? Okay, I didn't put that together. That's I did see some. One. I did see some memes about doctors and their titles or whatever. Know. Well. I mean, you don't want to lo- you don't want to fall into the shadow of your husband if yeah. you know after yeah. you accomplish so much, right? And now, now I'm first late. Yeah, you are first late, but I'm also a doctor too. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. I know how hard they work. This my mom has her doctorate. Yeah, you, yeah. you earn that. Right, right. Call yeah. me doctor. Yeah, for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. No, that, that that's an interesting... I've had that conversation with a, a friend of mine, the the whole doctor title. It's like, you know, doctor does not mean MD. Doctor Mm-mm. means you got your doctorate. Yeah. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a difference. Ooh, buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a whole yeah, that's other a whole other can of worms. Yeah, top, top it. But, uh, but yeah. So, so last time we had just Leon. So now we've got you. Yes. And we need to hear your side of everything that's been going on with GW District. What, okay. What's the genesis of the story from your perspective? So, like the beginning, beginning, or just kind of overall? Yeah, honey, I got an idea. Let's start okay. there. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, the whole thing, you know, came about... Um, of course, we're going through this pandemic and... It's just been really tough. And then the issues with, um, you know, the police brutality and 
the race war. And so we were just trying to see, he was trying to see both of us and he just, how can we help? You yeah. know, how yeah. can we make a difference? And he discussed different things we can do, you know, and we always wanted to start a business, but right. it was just never the right time. But when is the right time? Never. <laughs> it's, it's better to just we, not if you don't like stress. <laughs> yeah. So we thought we went over just like with the kids and their sports. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to have time to do anything? Right. We're not going to have any time, but you can't just dismiss your passion mm -hmm. because you don't have time you'll make time yeah you know? that's right no sleep one hour two o'clock in the morning <laughs> make time you'll make time so he's like i have this idea and then he walks off so a little bit about my husband he'll give you like snips of it <laughs> oh, he and then knows. he'll he'll walk he off and and he also i don't do this but <laughs> He'll talk, and then I'm like waiting. He's kind of like a. Have you ever watched a soap opera? Yeah. And they lead off, and then, <laughs> and you have to wait like a week later to find out what happened. But it does it Maybe over three and over. episodes. Yes. You might have to go that's, three episodes. That's him. But I'm a Spanish it, soap opera because I'm kills, super dramatic. He <laughs> kills me, so I'm just like, get with it. Tell me, tell me. So he does this yeah. all the time. But I've come to learn that that's just him thinking out loud. We're going to team up on you because she's like calling out <laughs> things that I know about oh, you. Oh, he yes. knows. Yeah, that's, that's exactly I absolutely what I <laughs> hate it. So I would just, from now, like, he doesn't know this, but sometimes I'll just walk off. <laughs> yeah. Leave him to his thoughts. And then I'll let, I'll let him, like, if he gathers it all together, then you can tell me what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. But Come back in an hour. Yeah. Wow. But I've noticed he has to go through, like, his mind is always going, mm -hmm. you know? He always has an idea and so he told me, hey, I have, I have this idea. And he's like, you know, thinking about it. And I'm like, okay. He's like, it's kind of like, I want to do something like a marketplace, you know, but I want it to be for like our people, you yeah, know, a platform. Yeah. And then he was like, well, kind of like a, like an Amazon type thing. And I was like, you know, babe, that's really, that's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. We should do it, you know? And I'm always for up with any of the things he wants to do just right. because. I Very just, supportive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, why not? You yeah. know, you only got one life. Why not try YOLO. it? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then if you yeah. fail, you fail, right? right? But it's better to have the, the thought that you tried something. Yeah. And you failed at it rather than not knowing it all. But y'all are doing so good. <laughs> and, and, and I love the approach that you're taking to this. Be, be glad that Leon is the way he is in the regard that, you know, he'll have an idea and he'll start and he'll stop and he'll think and he'll go back yeah. and forth over and over again. And he's really, he's melting it down until he's got a solid idea because I am like that minus all the thinking. <laughs> I, I have, I have ideas all the time and I just go with it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's, it's, man, I've, I've. <sighs> but it's always something good. Like yeah. I just want to. It's kind of like squeezing. He's slowly squeezing the juice and trying to get it all out. But he is when he gets it out, it's good. So I, I think my thought process, and, and I'm sure there's other people in the world that think like this, is you see like an end result, and you see like a starting point, and you have your idea. The idea is the end result, and when you stop, and you're like, I have this idea, 
for me, the little sprockets are going <laughs> and they're like building a bridge backwards to the starting point. We went to the <laughs> 49ers Dallas game. Yeah. That's what she's talking about. I'm like, was that last week or two? That was last. Oh, it was last Sunday. Week. Yeah, yeah. Y'all went to a NFL football game yep. during coronavirus. Yep, last Sunday. Sure did. How did that work? It was tough. We were all spaced out. We were super spaced out. Like so. when you come in, there's all this. Well, you got to tell them the backstory. Well, it was what a 49ers Cowboys game. I'm guessing it wasn't hard to space them out, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they both suck this year. But, um, <laughs> When you, you there's there is a process to get in there, and there are people mm-hmm. watching to make sure you have your mask on. You have to do it, and then you're seated for their contact tracing purposes in pods. So they you ha- you can't leave your little kind of pod yeah. group of people. So that's kind of how it was. But I mean, <laughs> you go across the street to Texas Live, and everybody's just partying with their masks off. So it's Damn. like. You know, but I I think that even the people that were trying to follow the rules have got to be exhausted from this now, right? I think so. It's tough, I mean, but I'm, it, I'm I'm over it. I just listen. I yeah. I hate wearing a mask, but I do it because number one, I want to respect other people, right? And number two, that. Like, We've talked about this. They asked me to, and people will be like, "Dude, yeah, you give away your rights and freedoms." I'm like, man, join the join the army because you give away all your rights and freedoms. Yeah. They tell you to wear a mask, you just wear a mask. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's not like it's just blindly, you know, you just fall on somebody. But but people, you know, if the if they've asked us to wear the mask because it would help. Yeah. Again, I'm thinking like the helicopter analogy. I'm just thinking about. Who are the people that can't really fight this with their immunity, or who are the people whose jobs are going to be affected, or the healthcare worker who's slammed in the hospital yeah. because I just was going to be an inconsiderate asshole about it? Right. So, do I like the mask? No, I hate the mask. Do I wear it? Yes, because it's it was asked of me to wear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm of the same mentality. I wear it just because it makes other people more comfortable. Yeah. I don't think it does a bit of good. I don't know, but. I don't have radar I'll, eyes. I'll I wear it. I, I will tell you this. If I fart and I got my mask on. And you smell it? I can smell it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True story. And I bet them poo particles are way bigger than a coronavirus. I'm telling you. <laughs> what just happened <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I, I, I don't know. You know, but the, the doctors and whoever else have said, yeah. wear it. So, I'm yeah. just going to wear it. Just in it. case I'm wrong, I wear it. Yeah. I, don't, I still don't think it does anything. Now... <laughs> The vaccine makes me nervous, but yeah, but um, <laughs> you know, it it just kind of went over that whole ten years of clinical trial thing, right? Yeah, just I mean, that over. I, I be, if if it doesn't <laughs> make you nervous, I don't know what to tell you. I saw. I think this was your post too. Obviously, I've been stalking you, but it, it was the the <laughs> Tuskegee experiments. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Harvey posted that. Yeah, yeah. the government saying that uh, black people should be the first ones yes. to take the vaccine. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> It said, uh. "It said, hold up." <laughs> yeah, but, but, I don't think I don't think any group. It, it, what I really anticipated was that they were going to do it to the soldiers first. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. let's do them first because yeah. you guys have no choice. Right. If we tell you, you're gonna, that's right, you, you're going to yeah. do it exactly. <laughs> so I imagine. I feel. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I just feel bad because if you don't want it, then you are you have to get it. 
no matter what, you know? But people no should comment. have the choice so, to get it yeah. if well, they do. And I'm I not, I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but that's one of the contributing reasons I got out of the uh, military. Because oh. I looked at an influenza vaccine one time, and I asked the guy giving it to me. I was like, hey, can you tell me why there's formaldehyde in this? I found out later that it's a preservative that they use, and it's a fairly common one. They use it for all the vaccines. But he didn't know that. He's the guy putting the shit in my arm. Yeah. The physician. And he didn't know. And it, anyway. Everybody I, laughs, but I bet your shot record looks like mine. It's just, oh, for sure. It's just, it looks like that Fort Worth <laughs> Roots, you know, display right there. It's yeah. just full of stuff. I was joking with my buddies uh, yesterday, and I said, I bet you that Rona just comes into my system and meets that anthrax vaccine. And he's like, what's up, Junior? <laughs> you knew around here, huh? You knew? Here, let me show you around. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, because I got, I don't know how many you got, but I, I think I got like six shots for you know, anthrax. Yeah. And I mean, two, two de- just the deployment shots yeah. were, the first deployment was shocking. Because of how many shots they gave us. It was us. ridiculous. They, you know, they put us in a line like cattle, and you just go down the line and they mark that one off the list, next, and you're going down a line of like 20 nurses, and you got all these guys and gals on the left, all these guys and gals on the right, and the soldiers go right down the middle, and by the time you get done, you just got beat up meat for arms mm-hmm. at the end of this little no. corridor. Yeah, that's a scar. That's a smallpox. One. I got oh, that, that one, one too. Yeah, yeah that, that's the one that people our age really shouldn't have. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But since we're going overseas to these So let me get this places. straight. You're going to jab me with infected needles. Mm-hmm. You want me to let a growth happen. Let it happen. Don't touch it. Don't touch that growth. Don't touch it. You'll go blind. You'll die. <laughs> Your arm will fall off and start voting Republican. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch it you'll, you'll and then, never be able to stand juice again <laughs> here's the thing about that smallpox that just pisses me off uh, I got it in I think 03, 04 somewhere around there and on our deployment uh, in 14 I don't know where we were sitting in this room and they go "If has anybody here received the smallpox vaccine between this state and this state and I was like oh you may be eligible <laughs> so I raised my hand oh. and they go so we're doing a study to see the link between um, a certain uh, oh I remember this remember that and then yeah. we're like, we want to study the link between heart disease and the smallpox vaccine uh, between these years and uh, I'm sorry could you give me more information <laughs> 200 it's there's we just want to take your blood there's 200 dollars in it for you and some orange juice that's what they said. And I walked out of there going, they have no <laughs> idea what they're giving us. They're just giving us stuff. Let's try this out, and later we'll offer him 200 bucks and an orange, orange juice, Yeah, and he can have a smile and shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then you get to the VA, and they're like, oh, that's yeah. Not service That's connected. not connected at all. That'd be cool, though. You can set it up on your mobile thing. You know what you should do? Oh, boy. What? Woman's Touch. Well, you know how you guys are talking about like um, your food and deployment. You knew when it was Monday, like have different scenes for each day of the week. I want to do skits. I want eventually whenever I'm just doing this full time, I'd like to like also just do skits. Stuff like that would be awesome. That'd be fun. (laughs) (laughs) And and me and you, God, we could do skits all day. Yeah. (laughs) Thought about a few during this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you what, man. 
It's great. But, um, thanks for having us, man. Oh, yeah. Appreciate Thank y'all for fun. coming out here. I tried to make this kind of central for everybody. Yeah. But uh, love the stockyards. I got to walk around this down there and take nice. some pictures. I mean, barring all the noise, it is really nice. And I like. We'll be know, we'll be down the street next time. I thought I was getting a room at the one down the street. When I much, got here, I was shocked. As much as you didn't like that guy walking in the background, I think it kind of adds ambiance. Hell though. yeah! Because mm-hmm. I noticed you looked, and he, I think he had the Stetson on and boots, right? I don't know if it was a Stetson, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, it kind of it kind of gives the ambiance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and seeing yeah. people kind of. Walk around in the backyard, yeah. or backyard, and behind us, mm-hmm. yeah. it looks pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Well, I thought this was cool. So we're at the corner of Maine and what is that? Uh, Twenty six stockyard. I can't. Or stockyard. Yeah. Yeah, stockyard in Maine. So. I know. Anyway. I just tried not to look. All right, guys. All right. Well, let's. All right, GW District. Yep. Yes. Is a marketplace for black-owned businesses, yep. and Amaya and Leon have put together a hundred and ten businesses on their directory for you to shop their merchandise. Yep. You can find it at GW Dist Shop. Excuse me. You can find it at shopgwdistrict.com. Yep. Do we still have the app? We still have the app. Uh, we are currently scheduled to upgrade the app, yes. make it better for people. Uh, but you can use www gwdistrict.com or you can use shop gwdistrict.com either one works uh, i bought both and then <laughs> <laughs> and um you can find us on instagram at, at gwdistrict all platforms except for twitter it's shop gwdistrict um and also if you if you jump on there make sure you check out our uh, services tab and check out our some of our new podcasts that we have on there yes absolutely um, you know some were for professional development um entrepreneurship fashion mm-hmm. um, women's empowerment some things like that and so yeah. we've got you know just check it out browse that's yeah. pretty much it well awesome. i'm proud of you guys y'all have done a lot y'all have come a long ways in a very short amount of time it's impressive you inspire me and i love you both <laughs> thank, you. thank y'all you for too, coming man. on <laughs> and i'll hit the button and we can get out of here you like that outro the roots Another big thank you to Leon and Amaya Daniels. Thank y'all for coming back on the show. It's Amaya's first time. It's Leon's second. Really says a lot whenever they choose to come back on the show. Thank you very much. And to my listeners, or the listeners of, you're not my listeners. I don't own you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming back to the show. And thank you for supporting Fort Worth Roots. Here in just a minute, I'm going to put in recording that this guy sent in I know him personally which makes it that much more upsetting but it's the first voicemail we've gotten from a listener so it's got to go in there right I told him when he sent me this I said I can't put this into the episode out of context because people are just going to think I am the biggest a-hole and I am a bit of an a-hole but this guy is the guy that I bounce ideas off of. Anytime I try to change something or have a new idea, I call him up and I say, Cody, what do you think? What do you think about this? And this particular day, whenever I left him this voicemail, 
I was trying to get Fort Worth Roots podcast off the ground. I felt like there was a bit of a time crunch. Maybe there wasn't. Maybe there was. It's up to interpretation. At the time, my interpretation was it needed to be solved right now. Cody didn't feel the same way, and that's why he didn't respond to my voicemail. This is one of the voicemails I left him. It's a little tragic, but it's honest. And I told him, I said, look, I'm going to, I'll do it. I'll put it out there. So, with zero regard for my own reputation, I'm going to play this mp3 for you now please don't judge me too harshly and by the way if you want to send me an mp3 to the show to be played on one of the episodes i'm not saying i'm going to play it there's a high probability especially after you listen to this you'll see i have very few uh hang-ups about playing somebody's voicemail sent to the show so i just hope yours is better than cody's thank y'all for listening see you next week Podcast, and I got to run by you because for some reason my silly head thinks that your opinion fucking matters. That shit doesn't. But I need to run some things by you so that I can move on to my next thing. I can't go from one tangent to the next until I've solved one tangent. You're really fucking up my morning, Cody Halford. I guess that's what you're good for. What have you ever done that wasn't a fuck-up besides a fit? Oh, wait. Your wife didn't even touch you on the head for that. Signing off. I really made this too dramatic. Let's start the show. The end of this episode... It's kind of inappropriate and a little bit embarrassing, but we do have our first email, uh, MP3, from somebody that wanted to leave a voicemail. So if you want to check that out, I'd suggest you don't, but it is there. Anyway, enjoy the show. I love you. Bye-bye. And another thing, I had nothing to do with this. Actually, I'm I'm the one that left the voicemail. It's a little weird. I hope you don't listen to the end. <laughs> Leon and Amaya are man. That's man, 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 man,